Duur, duur, duur. Festie, festie. 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 Welcome to Firsty Thursday. My name's Bean. I'm Renda. Oh, I'm Robbie. That is the wonderful, handsome Robbie Knox. If you haven't already, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Robbie, we have never. What's that? Oh, that's that's just down there, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before. He's better than us. Yeah. He's under the, the, um, the buttons. Just the buttons. Just, I don't, know where, I, I don't just know where I am, yeah. let alone yeah. where that is. Yeah. yeah. Now, we've actually never done this before, what, what? we're about to do. Well, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amateurs. Yeah. What have I arrived yeah. to? What are we doing for the We are going to give you some gifts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> out of respect and a huge thank you to actually just come on. And That's incredibly so, kind of you. Yeah, it was so easy and just pleasant to get you on over email. It was just... I have I reached out to you. I have three kids <laughs> and... I spent quite a lot of time with them and it's nice to not be in the house yeah, every now nice, and then. Nice. And yeah. I'll do almost unlimited things where I'd have to leave Norwich. Yeah. So, yeah. Perfect. Right. Here we go. I'm just going to chuck some things Please. over. Please. So is, first uh, gift. I wasn't expecting Are you this. ready? Yeah. yeah. Greaseproof baking paper. That's amazing. I know you're a man of cooking. Thank you. No, I am. And you. And I, I get through a lot of this. Yeah. Uh, 10 metres, that one. In fact, that's great. Yeah. Even today, I judge my wife because she um, like cooked naan bread on a pan. And she's getting stuck together. I go, well, you want to put down some greaseproof paper, don't Absolute. you? So that's, a, that's an yeah. excellent gift. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I, there, trust me. I have rolls of that in my house because mm. of that reason. I'm like, yeah. before, when I first started putting stuff in the oven, like bread and all that, I was thinking, oh, it's a bit crap. And then you put greaseproof paper on it. It's like, take yeah. it to yeah. a magic. level. Magic. Yeah, if you've got a rubbish... Baking sheet tray yeah. thing, greaseproof paper. Have you paper. ever been gifted greaseproof baking paper before? I don't think I have. Uh, my mum gave me a enormous Costco roll of tin foil. Okay, is tin foil in there? <laughs> I don't want to ruin you it. Wait. Least. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How many meters was that bad boy? Uh, that was like in the hundreds, I think. <laughs> How big Fuck. was the? How big was it's the... like that. It's like really. It's like a catering one. Oh, <laughs> I know. Right, next up, we're going. It's like Christmas. We're going to go... Let's go this one. I haven't unwrapped the Amazon package. But I'd I like you to... I won't give away your address, but now I know where you live, so I might come around. Yeah, sure, anytime. Welcome for Christmas. Thank you. Moving up um, soon. Wow, this is... You made a lot of effort. I mean, this is... I'm glad well, it turned up. I want you to know how thankful we are oh. at Thirsty Thursday okay. for you coming on. It's in it's in bubble wrap, which suggests it's it's fancy and fragile potentially. You are a Liverpool fan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool. good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh, good look stuff. at this. Yeah. It's a thing with Liverpool. I don't know what it is yet. It's a mini bar set. So when in that package there, you have a Liverpool beer mat, like you have oh. at the pub. Yep. A Liverpool pint glass, and also four Liverpool coasters. Probably need some scissors. That's amazing. Well, so no, no, it will open. open. I just don't know whether I want to. Yeah, keep it nice it spill and everywhere. But that's incredible. Yeah. Thank you. you obviously, uh, which it's we'll actually get on. genuinely nice. Yeah, business. yeah. Well, um, well, you wait. we'll get on. <laughs> yeah, we'll get onto it. But you obviously Thank brew you. your own beer. I do brew my own beer. Yeah. Talking of alcohol, uh, 
we heard you talking about how you purchased a bottle of wine for £50 a while back. Yep. Ended up being worth how much? £575. How great did it taste? It was good, but I, I think there's a, for there's my a palate, there's yeah. a, there's a, a the diminishing yeah. return. Do you know what I mean? Do you, yeah. do you remember what type of red wine it was at all? It was white wine. Oh, white wine. Yeah, I think it was maybe like a Riesling, some sort of German type thing, oh, I think. really? It was nice, but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend £500. I'm and sorry everything. to let you down, but this isn't worth £500. It's not worth £50. It's worth about a fiver. Well, it's some oldie red wine. It's the thought that counts. It's his favourite nice. oldie red wine. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favourites from there. I love a Cote de Rhone. It, I'm, I'm, it I'm does have a cork. It's, got a, nice, a, nice it's got a nice old label. That's lovely. We wanted to get you a nice uh, Pinot Noir, didn't we? Yeah. But there wasn't many options, so we thought we'd it's go so for so Render's yeah. favourite oldie red wine. So so nice. I'm worried about... How to get all this stuff home now? You can take the bag with you. Can I? Yes, yeah, so that's you. also a present. Because that's that's what goes on in my head. Yeah. I'm thinking this yeah. is lovely, but what and, happens? And I'll go think about logistics. It's a bag for life. Yes, reusable. Yeah, good. You can take this everywhere. Thank you. This to is your waitrose journeys. Ridiculously kind. And then now this is the what did you say? Yeah, that one. Um, so there was one gift that we wanted to get you, and it was your favourite sausage rolls. However. Shut down. Shut down. The other one in Elsham, I thought, oh, I've got two hours of lunch I can take most. Am I really driving to Elsham and back? Probably not. So I thought, as a team, we decided, let's hope he hasn't tried the bread sauce sausage rolls. I, I can pretend I haven't. I have tried them. Mm. Okay. Well, we've all got one sausage roll from bread sauce. Yay! Thank you. So I thought that right here, right now, we could, we eat could sausage rolls. all have a sausage roll and do a little review. I'm giddy. Yeah. I was so thinking. Oh, do you have a stiffy? We'll let you kick off with the review, but right, we can all. Uh, okay. If we're all. Cheers. 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 I think it's an excellent sausage roll. And nice I've had. Size. I've had. I've had. Um, bread sauce ones before and I've found them occasionally to be a bit too salty but this one isn't mm. I wouldn't say I think it's very good um, a lot of meat a lot you of want. meat yeah what about the pastry yeah buttery um, it depends on what you like in sausage rolls mm. isn't it? it's, it's a sort of flakier one whereas the one at uh, Hodgson Co in Aylsham was less well less flaky it's the opposite <laughs> flaky isn't it yeah, there's like not really a word for not flaky mm. um but yeah, I th I, no, I think it's a, it's a really good sushi roll. For me, I'm going to eat, eat the whole thing. Really like it. Like you said, not too salty. You know what I do just feel like needs to be mandatory in every single sausage roll? A oh. nice little sliver of caramelised red onion. Mm. Just for that little sharpness to poke through. Brenda, how's your, um, what's in there? Is it cheese and... It's like a chilli. Like a vegetarian chilli. Like kidney beans are in here. But Is that also bread sauce? Yeah. Yeah. But the pastry is fantastic on this one. It looks a lot different to your guys' one. Um, but I'm a massive person. I when when You're I used a massive to, person. I'm a massive person. <laughs> but when I used to sort of, or well, when I eat any pastry, strange flex that would it? <laughs> I am a massive person. I'm by the way, I am massive. You might not notice, but I am massive. <laughs> the camera tells lies, okay. <laughs> but mm. I love um, more of the pastry than the filling. Okay. So when I get good pastry, I really like it. And this is, they've done a good job on the pastry with this. So there you go. That is all the gifts. Um, that was incredibly kind. Thank you. No, I didn't expect you're gifts. No, I no. didn't expect gifts that were good either. When, when you said gifts, I thought, oh, that's nice. Yeah. But these are actually good gifts. Yeah. 
I was, <laughs> we were quite torn on what to get you, but I think we ended up landing on probably the perfect options. But yeah, smashed it. Smashed so it. let's get on to some icebreakers because that's where m- most of our uh, most of our episodes start. So first ever vinyl or CD that you remember owning that really sticks in your memory. The first ever single I bought was a song by a band called Was Not Was called Walk the Dinosaur. And I got a record player because I like that song so much. Mm-hmm. I got it for my uh, Christmas. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that song. You're quite possibly not. You're, boom, boom, shakalakalaka, boom, 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 shakalaka, boom, boom. And then it goes, I walk a dinosaur. It's quite good. Um, I've not done it justice. Uh, so that was good. First album, I think, was probably Bad by Michael Jackson. Oh, um, iconic. I think. Which probably actually sound a little bit cooler than I am. Yeah, but then, yeah, no, I think I think that probably was the first proper album. But I had like compilation mm. records and what stuff year like that. Was that released? I'm gonna say '87, but I might mm. be wrong. Guess. Is that I'm bad? I'm bad. Thanks for yeah, I had Man in the Mirror as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Looking at the man in the mirror. MJ. He is uh, for me iconic. I know all the stuff surrounding Kids. him after his death. And probably before, I'm not really, wasn't a bit too young then really to, to know mm. about it all. But I mean, if all that stuff didn't happen, he would have really been. I think yeah. he still is like musically for me. Yeah. Is. And there was, yeah. You can get away with a lot if you're talented. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Yes. I saw oh, a comedian. Kelly. Well, yeah, I saw a comedian, Finn Taylor, who I really like, who's, um, I saw him at Edinburgh Festival a few years ago and he was talking about, uh, he was doing a show called, I think, when Harassi met Sally, it was called, it was all about Me Too and all this sort of stuff. And he was making that argument that you can get away with stuff if you are good. And he was, he was, he was talking about R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, mm. all this sort of stuff. And then he, he said, but when they came for Rolf, when they came for Rolf, what did you say? Yeah. He said, take Cliff too, even though he hadn't done anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, so staying on the topic of music, mm-hmm. if you had that typical question, you had to go yep. to Desert Island, you had one album to take with you, and you could only listen to that album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay. And it's not, I can't take a compilation or anything. It's got to be like a proper, I don't yeah, think I would try anyway. Try stick to album. I mean, that'd be yeah, cheating. Compl- and I'll try yeah, to find a loophole. A little bit. I would take the first Weezer album, Blue Album by Weezer. Okay. Have I got a record player on the island? Because if not, it's, I'm fucked. Well, you can have a choice. <laughs> you can yeah, have just one You plug. can have like a vinyl <laughs> player with the one plug. You can have a Walkman with Infinity, Infinity battery. Okay. Um, or you can have a band. I could take actual <laughs> Weezer with me. Oh, yeah. me. No, no. But in that case, we're going to take no, like, the like Pussycat those, Dolls or like something. It's yeah. like one of those Elvis tribute ones. It's not like... Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't just take it like a... Yeah. I'll probably take a girl band, if I'm yeah. to be honest. Now, we mentioned this earlier off camera. Um, what's your biggest guilty pleasure track that if your f- best friends or family, if you told them that you listened to a song, they'd be like, really, Robbie? What? On earth. I, quite I didn't like, expect I like quite a lot it. of pop stuff. Um, older things. I really liked East 17 mm-hmm. back in, in, in oh, my day, not yours. Staying. Yeah, Christmassy, Christmassy, all that. Uh, I'm trying to think of something more modern, though, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, it's, I quite like a bit of Little Mix. Yeah. I took my daughter to see Little Mix. I, was gonna I really say, enjoyed yeah. it. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I always feel like. A lot of pop music is more um, 
guilty pleasure because it's like because it's so mainstream you shouldn't yeah, like there's it. there's a small part of, of you that doesn't want to like it yeah. almost yeah. every now and then though as well you i'll start singing a song i think yeah, i've not heard that song for ages and then it turns out it's because the person who sung it has turned out to be a pedophile or something <laughs> like that and you go, okay. oh that's why you don't play it anymore yeah okay. yeah so that's a different sort of guilty pleasure though, isn't it? it's probably not what you're after <laughs> so the the start of Robbie Knox, if you like. So you've, which we'll get onto, you've had a production team, journey, mm-hmm. podcaster, YouTuber, a bit of this and that. Yep. Dipping your toesies in a few bits. But before you um, went into your production journey, am I right saying that's the first thing sort of? Yeah. I, I, was, a, I, I, mean, I was a child. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a child for a bit, traditionally. And you went to UEA um, in then Norwich? I went to UEA yeah. in Norwich. Then I went to Canada for a year. Mm. I, worked in a, I worked in a ski resort. Well, I did six months in Vancouver where I worked in like, I went in a coffee shop and I got sacked. So then I went to work in a garage, like as in a petrol station or a gas station. You just went like why this. didn't, why did you get sacked? The coffee not good enough? No, I was, it was quite a dignified sacking because the person who owned the coffee shop, owned the gas station as well. And all, I, I did too much talking to people and oh. not enough getting people getting through, in and out. which I thought was like, I do think no one really told me I wasn't doing it right. Sort mm, of thing like that. Yeah. But they basically said, look, oh, you can't, you can't work here anymore, but it's we've got, ruthless. we've got a, we've got a gas station. It's the same money. You can go work there. You'd be better there. So I was like, all right, fair enough. So as far as getting sacked is, it's probably the, best getting sacked you get for because you <laughs> you get another job at a different company from the same person yeah. but it is also you can or a transfer yeah a, a, a transfer of which i had no say in it <laughs> yeah, yeah. so so yeah it worked out it worked out all right but yeah that that was a bit a bit too much chatty sort of stuff there um and then i ended up actually living in that in in a house with the guy who sacked me which is oh. later on, but, um but yeah so i was i was that for a bit and then I was up in Whistler in a ski resort there just working in a restaurant at the top of the mountain which is good because you get to ski home every day and I like skiing nice. I, I think skiing is the best holiday I think mm. people focus too much on the skiing of yeah. it sort of thing it's the whole thing if you go to if you go for a week in the mountains and you're in the most beautiful place you can imagine yeah you're having great great food great beer just mm. just in, in a Beautiful nice party views, atmosphere yeah. lovely views and you just you just sat there outside having a drink of the snow falling on your head and it's it's wonderful once you get to a basic level it doesn't take that long maybe a week of skiing mm. or something like that you can you can do green and blue runs they go like in europe they go green blue red black it's like the basic yeah, yeah. in america it's green blue black double black so they're weird yeah. um but once you do green and blue runs you can get to basically any mountain restaurant and i've had some of the best meals of my life in places where you physically could not get to it unless you're skiing because you just you just find a little hut you go in there and there's a log fire there's like fondue or something like that it's it's good yeah i've i've heard that it's like the whole point it's like you ski to the pub or you ski to the bar or whatever and then you have a couple pints and you ski back yeah it's i i I, um i was in a few years ago i was in teen in france with some friends and and well, my my wife, my family, and and his friend and their family, and this couple and I were out skiing, and we went to the Folly Douche, which is this big famous ski bar. It's up the mountain. We we're just drinking for hours, and we finished. We we're going to go home. And when I lived in Canada, there was this saying that we 
had it's a bit wank but it was like death before download as in rather than get the lift down at the end of the day you're better to die on the mountain <laughs> so no matter how bad the conditions were you should try and ski down yeah. and, and this was still in my head the other two were going, let's get the lift down again now i'm going to ski it went well you you, you can't because you're absolutely powerless <laughs> yeah. so now i'll be absolutely fine and i hadn't i've been there for like four days i hadn't fallen over at any point they said i was going down quite an easy run they said they looked out the lifts so i go down i just fell over on my own onto the side like that. And, and i ended up skiing to the wrong ski resort i had to get a bus <laughs> yeah. uh. Yeah, yeah I need to do it. I it's, do need it's, to do it. It's I, something I, that's on my list. I love it. And, it. and it's, people think of it as sort of, I guess, sort of an elite type thing a lot of the time mm. or a quite expensive thing. But you can get to, I took my kids to, Bul or to my two oldest kids, just me and the two of them to Bulgaria in January. And we paid for everything, like flights, transfers, accommodation, half board food. So really it's just lunches and drinks mm. that you're paying for on top of that. We paid like 500 quid each. So yeah. like, Did you have uh, ski week. hire as well? That was, that was included ski hire, included lessons. That's wow. really good. Yeah. So so it's it's still still a bit of money, but it's not as bad as people think if you go yeah. somewhere, if you go to Bulgaria, basically. Like, yeah. 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 My, my best mate from high school, he did a lot of ski season. He did one in teens and he actually now lives in Vancouver. Oh, wow. Um, because he said it's, um, he loves skiing and he wanted to move abroad. Said he was one of the only places that you could be on the beach and look at the mountains with snow on it at yeah, the same time. Yeah, it's incredible. When you get to like, I'm going to go, not next year, the year after, it'll be 25 years since I lived there. And I'm going to go for like a reunion sort of trip. Nice. I'm going to take my family along. And the time we're going like Easter time and around that sort of time, April, May, you can, if it's a sunny day, you could ski in the mornings and swim in the sea in the afternoon. It's a wonderful place. Mm. Like Vancouver's, I, from where I've been, I've not been to... Melbourne that always gets good reviews and stuff like that. But from where I've been, it's the best city in the world, I think. Wow. Are you going to go to the coffee shop? <laughs> the coffee shop? Yeah. Oh, it's not there anymore. Isn't it? Oh. I've seen it. I am. But yeah. It's not. <laughs> Fuck I've seen it off. Yeah. I've that Bojangles. Yeah. <laughs> what about the gas station? <laughs> yeah. The gas station also is gone, but not. Uh, um, it's. I can't remember where it is now. I'm still I, walk, I walked past it all and I was like, oh no, this is all, this is all changed. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Fuck them. Yeah. So. Um, Fast forwarding a little bit, I understand uh, from our research that you joined the Soccer AM team from 2000 to 2007. How That's did you correct. sort of find yourself there? Is there a sort of a... Yeah, so I, when I came back from Canada, I, at UEA, I, I did the student radio and I knew I was doing an economics degree, but I knew I didn't want to do economics yeah. as a job. I didn't have any interest in that. I just I'd, At the time, uni was free. And so I just wanted to go to uni and... Um, I did that, and I, I knew I wanted to get into media stuff. So I came back, and someone I'd worked with at uh, a guy called Dan Trelfer, I'd worked with at the student radio stuff. We'd done that. He had been working at a TV studio in London, and he said, um, come along and mm. go for an interview if you want. So I went for an interview literally the day after I landed, got the job. So within a week, I'd started work at this TV studio, wow. just like making coffee and stuff like that, and like Doing towels and dressing rooms, a runner, yeah. yeah, a runner was the job. So I did that for a year, and then Tim Lovejoy, who was the presenter of Soccer AM at the time and the producer, Dan, the same guy again, had moved on to work at his agents, Aval a company called Avalon, and he he knew he said like he knew I watched Soccer AM. We used to watch it at uni together, and he said, "Look, Tim's looking for someone. Mm. Why don't you send send your CV off?" So I did. Went in for an interview. 
they offered it to someone else. He couldn't start in time, so I got the job. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it worked out all right. That yeah. worked out well. I'm yeah. that, is that? Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, after the, the gas station and everything, you were like, fuck, this is an opportunity. Yeah. 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 It was, I mean, it was, yeah, it, it, was. it was. And I was there for seven years. It was a great, mm. I describe it as a brilliant job to have in your 20s sort of thing. I wouldn't want to do it now because it was long hours. You couldn't take any holiday in the winter. Um, you work in every... Friday, Saturday, sort of thing like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but it was a brilliant job to have when I was mm. young. So the social aspect of it was really good. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, and I was doing. I sort of with a lot of work. I sort of think you can sort of make a job. You sort of try and tailor things to what you like, sort of things. So I just took on the music stuff of it because I'm really into into music, and so I, I started like booking bands and sort of mm. picking the music for the show. With with I I listened to every song that came out in a week essentially and, and yeah, yeah. take it to Tim to the Can we producer to have a little thing and go and go I think we should play this 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 or, or pick here's the best 10 things I've found we need six of them for to put on different goal wrap roundup mm. things so I do that but then also you sort of it wasn't particularly well paid but I thought well I'll just all I spend my money on really is gig tickets and CDs at the time so I thought well I can get free CDs now because people are sending these things in and I can get to gigs for free so it's all right so i think so mm. just getting getting i generally get in, in london probably about two gigs a week most weeks yeah. i think on average really? sort of thing, sometimes more sometimes less but generally getting, getting a couple of gigs a week and sort of things and just sort of everyone from about 2007 uh, up to about 2007 so i got really good i got really good knowledge of sort of <laughs> indie music sort of mostly indie stuff that sort of phase yeah. who do you think was the best person or band you saw during that time well, in terms of size or in terms of that I, I enjoyed the most both. yeah okay so my favorite gig I think I went to I saw the first ever UK arcade fire gig which I think was like at King's College or something like that and that was incredible like properly that like, this is this band are amazing so yeah. absolutely um loved it oh, who does see in sort of smallish sort of places let's see like the killers at Shepherd's Bush Empire that's like oh. 1200 people or something and and Kanye West and Hammersmith Apollo, I think, and I'm trying to think. Kanye West is a big one because he doesn't really tour. I was going to say, he, he hasn't really toured in a while. No. That's like a, that's a, a while ago. Yeah. In the UK a, especially, I think. He does those like crazy football, uh, as in football, uh, stadium shows. Football, yeah. yeah. But other than that, he doesn't really do anything in the UK, does he? No. Yeah. So I, I can't remember what year that would have been, but it was around that sort of first couple of albums. Mm. And you mentioned sort of getting bands and yeah. music-related guests involved. I listened to an interview where you mentioned that sometimes you would go uh, for a pint with them. Yeah, so I sort well. my job eventually after, not when I started, but eventually my job became, a lot of it was guest-related stuff because I'm mm. quite easy to talk to. I'm quite good at talking to people yeah, and yeah. stuff. And we, um, so I, I would either book a guest if it was a music thing or if it was an actor or football or something, someone else would probably book them and then give me their phone number and I would just arrange everything. So I'd, pho I'd, I'd phone them up, I'd um, book their travel, find out how they wanted to get there, whatever, mm. whatever they need is. I would do a research chat with them. So I'd, I'd write a few questions in advance, but I'd, I'd just chat to them 15 minutes and then write the interview from that, from what I knew. So that then when I went to the script meeting on Friday with the presenters and that, if they asked me a question, I could tell them, this is what they're going to say is the answer. This is this yeah. what it is. You sort of try and learn everything about someone in the context of the interview. And then I would 
make sure they got there on the day, brief, sit in the green room, brief them beforehand, get them on set at the right time, get them off at the end, yeah, at yeah. the end sort of thing, and then take them to the pub for a pint if they if that's something that they wanted to do. Did you have any uh, weird interactions? Quite a lot of weird ones. I was, I was the other day. I just remember the other day that we did. Um, do, you remember, do you know Sean Bean, the actor? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he was towards the end. He came on, and I was really excited because he was like such a. I don't know what's the what's the, what iconic. The iconic yeah, yeah iconic I, I got an yeah. iconic sort of uh, actor yeah, uh, person or something. I was like, this is brilliant. We got Sean Bean on, and um, he came over the road, and I thought this he's going to want a pint. So I said, I said, do you want, do you want a do you want to stay for a beer? After he goes, oh, so I stay for a beer. Yeah. So we came over and um and we were having having um a few beers and I used I'd have the taxis booked normally if if someone wanted to come for a pint I'd book a taxi I say get a taxi in an hour so rather than twelve but normally I say pick them up one but the taxi company were really good and they 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 knew me they they'd they knew people would hang around for a bit and, and they'd sort of just hang around yeah, as yeah, long yeah. as they need to they they billing for waiting charges they didn't really mind but the taxi driver said look I've got um. I've got another job to do at like whatever time it was. He goes, if he wants to go soon, I can take him now or I can go away and come, come back. back. It doesn't yeah, matter about yeah. that. So I went up to Sean and I said, um, I said, Sean, we, we, we got, we got, um, the tax driver needs to go, explain it all to him. Um, but he can come he can go and come back if you want. He goes, he goes, no, no, I've got, I've, I've got to go. He goes, I've got to meet, meet girlfriend on King's road at three o'clock in Chelsea. I said, we, well, I think you're going to, Struggle, Sean, because yeah. it's it's ten to three now, and it's like a half hour drive away. Yeah. He had his pint. And he's, he's going traffic. <laughs> <laughs> so I went downstairs, just told the driver, um, and then came back up, and he was just was having a, a new pint with a completely random group of people in the pub. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's fully binned yeah. off the idea. So, yeah. This person, he seems like a class class yeah. actor. He, he was good. Yeah, he was. He was. He was really nice. I mean, yeah, we so we, we had like. I had some really good little little trips over there with some like really interesting and sort of talented people. We had we did like the first, I think the first arcade um, Arctic Monkeys studio interview they had, and we took them over to the pub mm. afterwards. When the first album just was just around, it was around the time they won the Mercury Prizes that week. I think we just took them over there, and it was like they were lovely. And I was just sat at a table with I think it was just me and the four of them, and but it was they were like. Kids, they were like, they were like, they were saying, "Are we going to practice tomorrow?" We go, yeah, well, I was going to go and visit my nan. She goes, well, "We should do it after that one." Yeah, who's going to book the studio and all this sort of stuff? Again, like, you're yeah. the biggest band in the country. Yeah. What, this I've, is um, mad. Got yeah. tickets to see them at Carrow Road. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, next yeah. Year, yeah, they're so good. I saw them in 2013 in Birmingham when they released their sort of, I say, latest album, the one before they recently recently released because yeah. they didn't release one for years, did they? No, Not in 2015. But is it one where they, the Wind stuff in the window, is it? No, the, it's like the audio the one, one. Yeah, yeah, the way. But it, they were absolutely amazing. But they. Oh, uh, is it AM? Is that, well, that one? Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, that's been, brilliant, yeah. that one. Yeah. But basically, so I went, because obviously I live in Norwich, drove all the way there and they cancelled because they went to a awards show the, de- the night before and apparently they got on the piss up before and then oh. they had to cancel the show and then obviously they reimbursed it all. But. It's terrible. Um, it is, but they were yeah. they, like the thing is, you're pissed off, but you went, "Oh, we're gonna go again." And, and as soon as they started playing, you thought, oh, "It's all worth it," because they were that good. They were that good. This episode is brought to you by Lower Goat Barbers, and unless you've been sleeping under a rock, then you'd know exactly that. Render. Look at this beautiful 
aesthetically pleasing location that we are now recording the podcast at all thanks to lower goat barbers now lower goat barbers who are they what do they do not just supply to the number one podcast in norwich maybe even norfolk maybe even the world they also supply buttery creamy haircuts am i right yeah just like parmesan cheese now as you can tell jack has not had a haircut from here so he what are you going to do next Haircut. Exactly. Who are you going to book it with? Lower Goat Barbers. Exactly that. Simply go to the App Store and download the Lower Goat Barbers app. Or check out their Facebook page or Instagram page. All the details down in the description. If you want a fucking JC haircut like this, then check out Lower Goat Barbers and they'll supply the creme de la creme. And don't forget to let them know that we sent you. Back to the video. Back to the video, baby. Now. I feel like there needs to be some like trumpets playing in the background. Do you want to do a trumpet? Mm. <laughs> More like a a Shrek, like the king is coming out the castle. Kind I've of. not seen hey. Shrek. Yeah. yeah. Hot, yeah. soft, alcoholic. It's our new segment, which we've introduced in the past few episodes, which is a thirsty first day trademark, where we ask our guests their favorite hot, soft and alcoholic drink. Now, Explain the rules, Render. Well, there's no rules. <laughs> wow. We're going to literally murder. So, so basically, we are, you've, you've got the Thirsty Thursday gold card. So okay. More trumpets. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's unlimited money. You can be in whatever location you want. You can have whatever glass you want. You can have whatever ice you want. As expensive as the drink may be, it might be your £567 bottle of wine. Yeah. If you 575. I'm not drinking 567 yeah. pound peasant. piss. Yeah. Yeah. A peasant. Yeah. If you need for us to buy a butler, that's fine. But what we want you to do, Robbie, is like not just explain the drink, the scenario. What's playing in the background? Are you on the beach? Where? What beach? Do you want okay. a certain glass? Like all details possible. Okay, hot first then. Mm. Uh, I just worry that mine are all going to be skiing related. Uh, uh, that's okay. That's completely it, fine though because. Not done yet. Do you know what? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be better than that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have for my hot drink. I'm gonna have an espresso coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have it on a Italian train station platform. Okay. Because I don't. If you ever see, nice. sometimes if you if you're in Italy, a lot of the time they will have these little, little espresso huts things on the platform, and you just go over. People just go over there. We've got like a minute between trains and they go, yeah. they buy coffee, just go down yeah, it yeah. and move on sort of thing. And you get just really great, amazing tasting coffee mm. just all around. So I'm going to go mm. for that as my hot. It's, Italy is a great place to have coffee. Yeah, it so is. I mean, I've just been in Croatia for a week um, with my family and a friend Mark's family. And and him as well, obviously. That'd be weird. Um, <laughs> he was, and, he, yeah, he he was there, just, just yeah. took his kids with me. Yeah. Um, so so the two families together and all this sort of stuff. And we were drink we only had like instant coffee. It was fine. And then when, and I was I was fine with it. I'm not not a snob. I came out. And then when I came back and got like my cafetiera out, made a proper coffee, I was like, Oh, that's amazing. It's so <laughs> good. When I see people go, Oh, I've quit coffee, like, you're an idiot. Why have you done that? Yeah. Because it's not bad for you. It's mm. Don't drink it in the afternoon. Definitely have a coffee in the morning. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Does the espresso that you're wanting come in like one of those glasses, the small mugs? Or uh, it's, in a, it's in a little mug, Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it's in a little little mug with a little saucer and little it comes saucer, with a little, yeah. 
um, little biscuit thing. Mm. Uh, sort of amaretti biscuit. Type yeah, 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 yeah. That's nice. Are you uh, dip, eat the biscuit, then have an espresso, or are you just straight espresso, then you'll have the biscuit? Uh, no, I'll dip dessert. the biscuit in because I like a little bit of liquid in it. And also, yeah. sometimes I'm a bit pathetic, and the, the, the coffee's probably a bit hot for me. Um, yeah, true. So I'll do that for a bit. I, I, I'll eat the biscuit and then I'll knock the coffee back and nice. then I'll get on my train to whatever cool Italian thing I'm going to do. Sure. Soft drink. Okay. Where are we first off? Oh God, this is the harder one, I think. Mm. Um, so situation dependent, I find. It really is. And what, what, what did you go for? I remember being in, doing a road trip across America and I met, like a bloke who worked in Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. We just stopped off there on a the motorway and gone in there. He's going, where are you, where are you, you guys from Britain, where are you going? We went, oh, we're going to Atlanta, I think we're going to. We're going to go see Martin Luther King's house. And he goes, ah, Martin Luther King Museum. He goes, don't do that, man. They've got like the biggest, um, the Coca-Cola Museum there. I was like, I'm still probably going to see Martin Luther King's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I like that. And he's going, yeah, they've got all these different Cokes around the world. So, um, I mean, that's just a soft drink I've just mentioned. Um, I really like water, but that's boring. There is a rule of no still water squash or sparkling, just to keep things spicy. Yeah, no, that's good. No, no, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. So I, I, I accept that. Um, I ran the Valencia Marathon a few years ago. They have excellent oranges there. So I'm going to have a freshly squeezed orange juice Ooh. in Valencia. Mm. Is it? Do you like your orange juice bitty or like? I'll drink either. Oh really? Yeah. Ice with mm. that? Refreshing. Because uh, if you're on that run, you want that fresh little zip. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. No, maybe not. No, I think I don't think so. No, oh, wow. I don't think I need it. It's flat, clean. Well, I don't want the, I don't want it to dilute the intense orange taste. Oh yeah. Oh, in, that, that. in that heat. Alcoholic. Okay. Um, for this one, I'm gonna, I've saved my skiing one for this. I, I said I lived in Whistler in Canada, and there is a bar. I worked in I worked at Blackcomb Mountain. There's two mountains there, Whistler and Blackcomb. I worked at a restaurant towards the top of Blackcomb. I lived on Blackcomb, a little bit higher up from the village. There's like staff accommodation, basically like a uni halls of residence type thing. Um, and so I spent a lot of time on there. It's my favourite mountain in the world, and. At the bottom, there is a bar called Merlin's mm -hmm. that is a just a great Apres ski bar. We're going to have to go back in time for this. Have I got time travel? Oh, yeah, 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 time travels. I told you, anything. Yeah. Okay, that's good. The that's powers good. of this. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go back in time then to 1998. And the reason I am is because there's a guitar. There's a guy called Guitar Doug there um, <laughs> who is a – he looks like Jesus. He would play acoustic guitar and sing songs. He's now in a band called The Hair Farmers. Um, they same sort of thing, but they've been there since they're still there now. They were there when I was there. I imagine they'll be there until they die. <laughs> um, and I went back for a reunion a few years ago, a 20 year reunion sort of thing in 2018, it would have 2019 would have been. And we saw Doug there. We went up and said, Hey man, we used to come watch you like back in the day and all this sort of stuff. And back in the nineties, oh, there's a, there's a crazy times, weren't there, man? I was like, I was like no, it still seems pretty wild now. So I think he goes, he goes, nah, it's all changed. And he goes, camera phones have fucked it. I said, what do you mean? He goes, do you remember Naked Limber? And I was like, oh yeah. And we used to, we used to just be in this bar and they'd have like skis and people doing limbo underneath, like just 
girls just topless doing limbo and stuff like this. That won't happen now. But he says, he says people take just take photos and ruin it. Yeah. So no one does it anymore. So we're going to get back to the 90s for, for that reason, just for the naked limbo, <laughs> just <for> really. The <laughs> <laughs> just, just for a more carefree time in, in that respect, um, a more anonymous time. And um, and I, I'll give you another example. When I worked at the mountain, my boss was this guy called Willie, and he is, he's a Hawaiian dude. He could be anything now from 50 to 90. I've got no idea. <laughs> cannot tell. He's definitely older than me. But I don't know. Beyond that, I don't really know. And he was um, at the time. He was uh, he was our boss, sort of thing. He was he was the uh, ran the whole restaurant. He was the the only real authority figure I had in my life. I was in Merlin's one day, just drinking after work and all after skiing at the end of the day. And Willie walked in, and he was dressed as Tina Turner from like simply the best era, sort of like, <laughs> with a big, like, big wig and all this, all yeah. that full makeup, dress and all this sort of stuff. He looked good, to be fair. Um, and, he, I went, and I went, and it wasn't like Halloween. Or it wasn't, there was no reason for him to be it's dressed as day, Tina Turner. Yeah. I was so, I went, all right, Willie, he went, all right, Robbie. He said, I said, um, you're Tina Turner? He went, yeah. I went, all right. And he just went, all right, see a bit. Walked <laughs> off like that. And then I just carried on drinking. And like about, didn't seem like two, two hours or something, like two or three hours. And then he walked back through and he still had like the wig on and the makeup and all this, but he was completely naked. <laughs> and I remember just sitting there, just, just drinking my beer. And I, was, I, mean, I just remember thinking, just looking, thinking, fuck's sake, you know, this is, this is the person to be looking up to. This is my idol. responsible <laughs> adult. This is the person I should be like, yeah. who should be the sensible yeah. one. And he's walking around naked in a Tina Turner wig and makeup and, on a Tuesday night in Merlin's. What the fucking hope have I got? Well, I was going to ask what you went to as Halloween, but I'm a bit scared now. No, yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't even remember Halloween that year. I don't know. I, don't, I, I, actually, I wouldn't have been there. It would have been pre-season. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, he, so, so that is an example of what Merlin's was, was like at the time. Yeah, chaos. And yeah, and I would be sat, sat in there and I would have a pint of kokanee beer, which is a shit lager. In Canada, but they they said it by the feeling that it brought you. It's the feeling that it brings you, and also it's where I learned to drink beer because I drank cider throughout uni, Mm. and when we had a night called every two weeks on on payday, it was foobar night, so fuck up by a round. So basically, if anyone did anything wrong, if you dropped a plate in the restaurant, if you said something silly, someone could write you up for foobar. There's no appeals process what, but you can only get written at once so what it essentially meant is everyone's name would be on the list so everyone would buy a jug of beer on payday so essentially you just had a great night out everyone buy a jug yeah. of beer and you just had a brilliant brilliant time and I remember a boss um, not Willie but Adrian was like my line manager he ran the sort of section I was on he said um, he, was, he was from Leicester lo- lovely um, lovely guy he's, he's I was saying oh I don't I don't drink beer he goes well, why not I, went, I don't like the taste he goes she don't. No one does. You just got. She's got to do it. She's got to drink it. So just grow up. Yeah. I went. Oh right. Okay. He went. He went. He went. You're going to drink one pint of beer every food by night. Do you like it? So like it took about two or three weeks to just have a pint of going. Nice, yes, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just go from there. So I'm going to have that lager. I'm going to have coconut ice cold um, from nice. a jug. I'm going to have some Merlin's nachos on the side of my lap. Naked man. Thing. <laughs> Uh, Willie walking past naked, dressed as Tina Turner. The limbo. A little bit of limbo. Guitar dug. Banging out Sweet Home, Alabama. That sounds the like the perfect situation. Really it's great. It's There's great. one thing that makes me so upset, right, is, you know, we had Steve on a couple episodes ago, and one thing that does resonate and you hear about all the time is, like, how 
fucking mental and fantastic some nights and situations were before social media and phones that we yeah. will never get now. No, we'll no, never you get won't. In our yeah. early, early, like, early house party days, there was a bit of that, but now there's n you don't ever get that. Yeah, it's because someone's going to ruin it. Someone's going to put it on the internet yeah. or something and ruin it. Yeah, it is you a shame. You can't let yourself go about worrying about the consequences. Yeah, and, stuff. and, it's, and I, I, I first got the internet when I went to uni, and in my head, it was a thing that was like, I think what I thought was, I thought... It's always been there, but you just get it when you go to uni. Mm. Like, I, didn't, I didn't know it was like new. <laughs> I got it. I'm like, all right. They've, they go, here's this thing called the internet. Here's an email address. Okay, cool. Here we go. Um, it is a shame. I, 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 I do feel quite lucky to have had a childhood without all that. stuff. And, mm. and there's there's obviously loads of great things yeah, now about it. Yeah. And it's great. And, and people can find their tribe or whatever like that something whoever they're into something they can find their people cool. through the internet and all that mm. sort of stuff there's there's so many opportunities but it was quite nice not having that and then having that as an adult yeah sort of thing. yeah it's it's balance, balance, i guess yeah because i feel like when you're sort of a teenager and a child you don't really need it's not it's not something you really need is it when you're an adult growing up to think, contact people it's more yeah like i'm surprised how my daughter's got a phone now she's 11 and I'm surprised how little she's into it. I thought she'd be, as soon as we gave That's it to great, her, I thought though, I thought she'd be on it all the time. She's not really. She listens to music on it, but she's not like constantly at the table trying to look at her phone and that sort of thing, I, which is what I was led to believe through the media would happen. Yeah, I, dis I say disagree. I mean, I'm not a dad, so I don't necessarily know what it's going to feel like in this generation yet. But one thing I look at and think, oh, I don't know if that's the right way of doing it, is where you see kid just bursts out crying act something they're like oh here's the ipad and they're like oh games yeah it's you know? the electric babysitter yeah it is tough um yeah i i depends where you are sort of thing in a pub yeah. i'd 100 percent chuck an ipad yes. at them if, yeah. I, if i guess me <laughs> yeah, on the pipe yeah, yeah, yeah. they're watching something you're just lobbing yeah. the ipad at them i went um i've i've vaguely you know darren huckabee a former mm -hmm. norwich footballer and i've i've I'd met him once before I moved to Nor moved back to Norwich and a podcast we did together. And I and I was walking up Unthank Road and it's very Norwich central, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was walking up um, Unthank Road and I stopped him for a pint at the William Florence on my own and bumped into him there and, and sort of chatted to him. And I see him quite a lot out and about now. We share a local pub and, and all this sort of stuff. All the time. I do you? Yeah. 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 And um and but but I was in the city once and it, and I and I just was saying I'd be for a pint at lunch and I had my two sons with me and he's messaged going, Oh, we're in the black horse and I come, come, come down for a drink. And we came along for a drink. I came on for a drink. I said, look, I've only got time for uh, what? I've only got time for one. I've, I've got, to, I've got to get the kids back. They don't want to, they mm. don't want to be here. He goes, he goes, kids, you like ice cream? You like <laughs> ice cream? I guess we get some ice cream. What about desserts? What about fudge, fudge, chocolate brownies? You try that, try yeah, that. Yeah. Get those, get, he goes, so you got like these kids, those desserts. And he goes, just thank you, thank you, thank you. He goes, some sort of that, guess that'll get us two pints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's an experienced uh, man. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. knows. He, he uh, can sort of use techniques to stay in the yeah. pub, is my, is my point from that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of balance and all this sort of stuff. I don't, I'm not of the screens are bad yes. camp, yeah. but equally I, I don't think it should be because I think, I think you should just not be asked to do any parenting, just chuck a yeah, screen. Yeah, it's the stuff. ones where they're always on the iPad and as soon as, 
the parents take it away. They're like in tears, chucking yeah. knives at people. And, yeah. You know, kicking off and screaming. After our uh, alcoholic discussion, mm. you, I understand, you have a, a, a brewery. Yeah, Bind, of sorts. Binday yeah. Brewery. Binday Brewing Company, yeah. So essentially, I during lockdown, I, so I have a YouTube channel. I, I make videos on it and you you get a certain point you get money for from ad revenue sort of thing and it's not a huge amount through youtube sort of thing but most videos i do i worked out that i would probably get at least 50 quid from mm -hmm. it sort of thing and which means that you can try any idea up to the value of 50 pound <laughs> if you make a video on it sort of thing <laughs> and so i found a sort of like a beer making kit for 50 quid so i thought ah, desperate for content i'll do that um, so I made beer and it, I was surprised it turned out quite nice because my memory of beer is like in the 90s something where your ma my mate's dads would make it in the kitchen for some kit from Boots and it would stink yeah. and the reviews were always dreadful no one ever said good things about it but I made like it was a Brewdog um, Elvis juice kit and oh, yeah. it didn't taste anything like Elvis juice but it it, it turned out really well and I got that I got at the end of it I got the comedian Lloyd Griffith is a friend of mine to do a taste test between Elvis juice and this. And he said, like a blind tasting thing. And he preferred my one. And oh. it's not fair because these beers are, are made to sit on a supermarket shelf sort of thing. Yeah. It's, not, yeah. it's different from a freshly brewed thing. But even either way, it was like, it was, it was a nice beer sort mm. of thing like that. And then I went, I got some slightly better kit and made more. I was going, you know, this is surprisingly good. Everyone I gave to was like, oh yeah, no, that's, that's good. So I thought, so I, t I did a video where I took it to a brewery, Doc's Beers up in Grimsby and got a professional brewer to taste it, to taste a beer that I'd made, my own recipe beer. And um, and afterwards he, he was going, oh, that's actually really good. Like I genuinely thought I was going to have to pretend it was all right. Because <laughs> yeah. you can't be too happy. I was going to have to, yeah. I was thinking, but I'd be, I'd be more happy if I yeah. got that in a pub. And so it went from sort of there. And then they said, they said, look, do you want to do a collaboration beer? And we end up brewing a, a sort of beer with orange in it called Valencian Tip Run. Um, there's a Valencian orange just coming back in. Um, and then we've just done a few different collaboration beers and all that sort of stuff. And, and I'm not sure exactly where it will go from here, but we've just done, we had like nice adventures, got to go to Stavanger in Norway to brew a beer with Lervig and, nice. and done stuff with Wild Beer Company with hot rocks and stuff like that and yeah. ancient medieval techniques it's a lot wow. of fun yeah. and i don't know i don't know what we'll end up doing with it but it's a nice little thing to do as long as it tastes nice yeah how long ago did you start start the brewery as such uh probably about a year and a half ago mm. really but we just done i mean it's it's a a thing that my friend mike and i do in the background yeah yeah, but we're talking, we're talking about doing awesome. things at the minute and all this sort of stuff. And it depends how serious you want. We've had people wanting to invest in it and do it properly sort of mm. thing. It's just trying to work out whether we go, want to yeah. do that or whether we can be asked. Logistics. Yeah, yeah and also, do I, do I want to run Tom. a brewery? Do you know yeah. I, mean? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, um, yeah. I'm so curious, right? And I feel like you have a wacky mind and you might have already thought about this. Go on. But is there a certain flavour of beer that you feel like you would love to try, but you feel is just a bit too outrageous? I think there's no. I think there's 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 already outrageous. outrageous. I think yeah. there's things. I went to beer festival to do a video the other few weeks ago in Birmingham with Bambino Becky, who's a YouTuber, and we we're drinking like these red velvet. 
what was it? Red velvet cake, pastry sour beers. It's it like a sour red velvet cake. Was it's it amazing. Not? It tasted like a, you're drinking a red velvet cake. I think I'd so like they it. are the it beers that, like, after one, you're not having two, three. Oh, you're not going to do a yeah, night yeah. of them. You're not going to yeah. go, like, session, session, session this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, I know we're like 9, 10% or something like that. But, mm. but to, for a, a third of a beer, that's, that's lovely. That's we we had, like, like, these. Um, cocktail beer, cocktail things like sort of milkshake IPA stuff mm. like that. All sorts of amazing flavors out there. I had a beer. Oh, I can't remember who was it? Omnipolo, a great Swedish brewery, and it was a collaboration I think with an American brewery. And it's like black raspberries, blackberries, black currants, black charcoal. <laughs> uh, it's got it's got black squid ink in it. No, like this beer. And it was gorgeous. It was it was like an eight quid a can or something like that. So I wouldn't. Is it, is it, it one of those things where you just throw shit at the wall and hope it sticks, kind of thing? Well, I, I don't know, but I mean, it was it was genuinely nice. I was someone, I, I, I because I go to these brute beer things, you can't even get given like some beers. And someone, I went to some beer distributor who was distributing one of our beers, and they went, uh, they were giving us a few cans of things. And they went, but you got to try this. This is like the ultimate in <laughs> yeah. wanky craft beer. Thing, <laughs> like but I did try it again. Do you know, that's lo- it's really, really thick. Like the kind of thing if you got in your white t-shirt, it's fucked. So it's kind of the bit. Well, we, um, when we were in Aldi today at lunch to get some of your gifts and pop in for a couple of bits, um, they had a marshmallow flavor. There was a yeah. vanilla ice cream one and another one. I forgot what it was. Strange, exotic one. Yeah, but that I um we went into I think Morrison's a couple weeks ago and we were picking up Smellcall and I'd been in there recently, and I was like, oh, do you reckon you'd like a bit of this? And he went, what's 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 that? Aunt what's Aunt Bessie's doing yeah. on the shelf? I was like, no, that's Aunt Bessie's jam roly poly beer ale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, and but it's got like you know the Aunt Bessie's. Proper, yeah. it's yeah, like yeah. it was the roly poly in the ice. I thought cream. it was Yorkshire Pennings yeah. at first. But it's yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. I mean, Apparently, it's, it's weird. It's, yeah, but that's. I mean, you can get some incredible beers out there. Particularly if you if you if you're getting them. I mean, there's the sort of craft beer, and there's the sort of this this craft beer. There's the brew doggy thing. But these, I mean, hops fade really quickly. And mm. if you go to Sir Toby's in the market there or something like that, and and get like a really nice can of refreshed beer, it's fabulous. But it won't. In, in three six months, it's not going to taste the same no. sort of thing. Whereas these these beers are made to live on the supermarket shelf. Not mm. not disrespecting it, it's just a different yeah, yeah. way of doing it. So when you get a really freshly brewed sort of really sort of fruity sort of mm. beer like that, or, or I don't say fruity, but really sort of flavoursome hoppy beer, I think it's fan- it's fabulous. Yeah. Can uh, if anyone watching or even ourselves want to yep. get hold of any Binday Brewery beers, where do we go? So I think, as far as I know, and I've not checked for a while, I think there might be two available at the minute. There is a beer called Roll With It, which is designed to be to pair with sausage rolls, the world's first beer to match sausage rolls. Have you, have you tested if it's all right with uh, the vegan option? Yeah. Uh, yes, we did. Oh, we great. tested it when we were beforehand. Uh, we tested it with the Greg's vegan one. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yes. Um so that's called Roll With It, and it is available from Wild Beer Company. Um, also, there's a lager we did with Lurvig in Scandinavia that I think has been rebrewed because it was it was very popular, mm. called Shuffleboard. And I think you can get that from Beer Merchants, which is a 
website in the UK. And I've I think, heard that. Yeah. If you go beer merchants, I think I think it's probably that. It might it might be it might be sold might out. Be I don't know. You try that. Try that. We should. We should. Shovelboard. Shovelboard was was really. Yeah, all the guys who worked at the brewery then in Lervig, and, and it was and it's credit to them, not us, who mm-hmm. get for the recipe. But the, all, they get a certain amount of beer they can take home each month, and they were all apparently going, "We want shuffleboard in that in that oh, mix of beers." Wow. So, well, like, That's so, always a good so, sign. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it ended up being distributed out in Sweden at some. You know, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's good. Yeah. So all of the you got the uh, IKEA workers pissed and they'll be pissed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> having it with their meatballs. <laughs> they, they, those flat packs were never the same. Oh, no, exactly. No. Yeah, never no. that missing, missing screws and everything. Beyond board. If you haven't already, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, ring that notification bell. What should they do if they're on audio platforms? Rate five stars and uh, leave a comment. You, oh God. Nearly, nearly a year, a year ago, ago ish. This time, year ago. you were actually on on our channel already. Yes, I yeah. know. We thought we'd ask you because you're outside a kebab shop. Yeah, if you're a bit munted, you're outside the kebab shop. You know, everyone looks up at the board for about five yeah. minutes. Do you have a perfect sort of main side? So, for example, like an a kebab, you were chips, you were onion rings, or chicken poppers. And then a drink like a little a doctor. I'm not having a side dish with a kebab. That's decadent, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. Is that a thing that happens? this is the thirsty Thursday card? Yeah, it's a gold card. Fair enough. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Um, <clears throat> I would. It depends on the kebab shop. I think on the quality of it. So, mm. I mean, I mean, I like meat and chips. I like mm. the simple meat and chips, a bit of chili sauce, but maybe a bit of salad. I guess that's almost a side health and the main in one, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose that is. Yeah, yeah. so maybe maybe that that is. But if I'm going for a if it's a particularly high end kebab shop, like with with where it's not just the elephant leg <laughs> sort of thing that they've mass produced, you know. <laughs> do you know what I mean, if if it's like a sort of one, so you know, so they make their own <laughs> elephant leg. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah, they yeah. do that sort of thing. If it's that, then if it's a good one, then I might just have a a plain lamb donner or something like that. But yeah, generally, yeah. lamb. If I'm if it's daytime and I'm not drunk, I might I'll probably have a, like a chicken sheesh thing instead. There is no state where I'll ever get a uh, donner meat. I went to one one in um I did a video on it. I went to one in Cambridge at one kebab van of the year. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like, 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 like so good. Like, but like, really, sort of like, like it wasn't an expensive. Sitting area as well. Yeah, it's like an outdoor yeah. seating area. It's by by a roundabout outside Cambridge on a main road. It's not there's a McDonald's around the corner and stuff like that. But it's unbelievable food, and. Like those different dips and stuff like that. The guy just does like a platter or something. You can order a platter if you want there, or, or you can do other platter. But it's so good, yeah. yeah. It's called Gourmet Kebab Company, I think. Wasn't it? Not an ad. Uh, Robbie, so happy hour. So yes. coming to present, you're uh, probably, say, the most listened to UK podcast, or one of? In, that in Spotify. Yeah. So it's a bit of a cheat because... Your listeners are condensed in one place. So generally, when we when we release an episode the next day when the charts come out, we'll be probably at the top or just behind Joe Rogan. Yeah, essentially. But yeah, yeah. Generally, it's there's, there's, well, there's quite yeah. A, yeah, it is it is, it is mental. Yeah, you, you've got to think though. Joe Rogan has still come from probably the most listened podcast on YouTube, and now he's just the most listened podcast on Spotify. Yeah. So it's not like yeah, it's not cheating in that he's much like, percent, is it? He's almost like a Man City. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just is what it is. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, fucking yeah, good. Yeah, it's um, good. No, it is exciting. It's, 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 yeah. it's, you sort of forget about it because I, 
because it's just sat in a room chatting with people. Mm. You sort of forget that people <laughs> will eventually listen to it. Yeah. And then people message you about things, oh, that's, that's, yeah. And you sort of forget how many people as well. And there's, yeah. Who's yeah. your most sort of interesting guest you've had on, do you think? A lot of the time, I'm not on the guest ones. It's just Jack and Steve, because you don't, you don't, you don't, to be honest, you don't need three yeah. people yeah. Yeah. interviewing one person. I don't, yeah. I don't think. Who have I really liked that we've done? I had Justin Hawkins from The Darkness on, and I loved The Dark. I went to see him mm. all over the country when they, First, first dice. That was really exciting. I really enjoyed yeah. that sort of thing. And he was, he was everything I'd hoped for. So that's probably mm. one of my favourite ones I've been on. But a lot of the times, it's just Jack and Stevie doing it. Yeah, yeah. I've got a quite interesting question that's popped into my mind. Really, is I've heard the phrase before. You know, um, well, I don't know if it's a phrase, but don't set sort of expectations of fam- you know famous people you meet. Yeah, what's, what's that phrase called? Don't meet your idols. Don't meet your heroes. Don't meet your, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Meet your heroes. Is there anyone that sort of hasn't met that expectation? Or do you think that's something that's true? Because you've obviously met sort of probably quite a few famous people. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, mostly at Soccer AM, um, people who were coming on it sort of knew what the show was. It was a bit silly. So they're not, if you take yourself too seriously, you're probably not going to come on. Yeah. Sort of thing. If, if, if that's not your sort of, I don't mean too seriously in a negative way, I just mean if that's not your sort of humour, you probably won't do it. And also... People are gonna be nice to me on it. Do you know what I mean? People are gonna be nice if you're yeah. on this show and doing stuff on this show. People are gonna be nice to you. So I don't think you necessarily get a, a true opinion of what people are like. Yeah, because it takes quite a lot to come on a show for someone and just be mm. cocked to them. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> so, but so I mean, no, not really in terms of people I was excited to meet. No, I think ever ever. I mean, I was a growing up as a huge Oasis fan and met Noel quite. A few times, and that was mad for me. An just sort of being sat in the green room, just thinking, having a chat with Noel about stuff that we'd seen Johnny Marr do recently. So they're just really weird. Just, just get, just I'm just thinking, thinking, this, this is mental. Like 17 year old Robbie, so they're giving me what is going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, it's, it's I mean, no. Every, everyone who I was excited to meet has proven to be. Good, I think, really. Yeah. That's always promising to hear, though, isn't it? Because yeah. I think sometimes you hear horror stories of of people that you know they've. I don't know if it's because people get too much high expectations of their idol, don't they? And then just get a bit let down, and you know, or in the wrong situation, or yeah. And as, and as I say, it depends. I mean, we're in a situation where people are coming in to be bubbly on camera and stuff yeah. like that sort of thing. I imagine if you see your idol in in. Tesco's, and they're trying to yeah. with their Out kids, the and they track. might be, you might get a different reaction. I'm sort trying of thing. to buy pesto, you can. Yeah, yeah, trying to get the out IPAs and <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's it's yeah. I, I think most people in life are kind of nice yeah. in general. Everyone's just human. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's fine. Yeah. Not everyone. No, people, not everyone. Some people kill kids. Yeah, it's not well. It's not like you <laughs> yeah. spend a lot of time around politicians, but we won't get into yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, present. You've got a YouTube channel, so if you haven't mm. already, don't forget to subscribe to Robbie Knox. Yeah. Um, Not down there. I Set love the smell. variation of your videos. Yep. The one I did get a little bit excited about was the the smoker. I really the fucking smoker. want a smoker. Smokers are great. Yeah. If if you eat meat, if you don't, you can still do stuff. You can do yeah, like yeah. really good mac and cheese. But if you if you if you like meat, um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Mm. I like a little mix of the science of it, sort of thing. Yeah. I like. 
like you get like little temperature probes in you can yeah. sort of monitor it i like it it's also a little bit rough and ready you can you're controlling the heat with like a vent essentially yeah. so that and it yeah I, I i really enjoy that it's very much a summer pursuit in this country mm. um but yeah yeah the smokers great the americans oh. are like proper like all They're the barbecue if you watch yeah. them things on yeah. netflix and stuff but the thing is like, what i didn't realize was you it's fine doing it in the south of states because it's always hot yeah whereas here like if the weather's cold and you've got a thing outside it cools that down so it can be almost hard to get to a not that high temperature like 110 yeah. degrees something mm. like that to maintain that if it's starts to rain is a bit cold it's it can be a little bit hard so i think yeah. i think in america they've got an advantage of having the climate it's easier, isn't it? i uh Talking about your channel, I like your videos where you just go for a walk with someone and chat to them. That's like mm. I really yeah. I mean, I'm going to start doing them again soon. I'm not done not done one for ages. Um, but yeah, I like that. I, I think again that that was born out of lockdown. So why, why should I do that? Because well, it was the only thing you're allowed I to do. I enjoyed the one you really did with really. Thog Dad. Thog, yeah, he was oh, lovely. Who doesn't love he's Thog Dad? A, I like. I, I, I really like Thog Dad. Yeah, he's he he's he was really good. Yeah, and 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 that's that's what I like. And I find even not on camera, but I find I. I'm walking with people really nice because yeah. within about 15 minutes, you've got through all the sort of small talk yeah, stuff and you can get away, into yeah. some quite deep chats, I think, yeah, with definitely. people and, and when you're out. We, uh, some people walking. need it. Though, we went on loads of walks during lockdown. That was like the only thing you could really do, wasn't it? Yeah. So like Whitlingham and places like that. We used to always go for a walk. And like you said, yeah, within 10, 15 minutes, you have yeah. a chat about things you're frustrated about and you leave the walk thinking, fuck that. We're so lucky yeah. around here. There's so many nice yeah. places to walk. But if you, if you drive if to somewhere to walk. Centre, it's not far for a nice yeah. field. But and, go yeah, but, yeah. yeah but, but there's gorgeous walks around the city or mm. river and stuff like that. I, I do quite a bit. And if, if you've got a car and get the broads, you get the coast mm. easy enough. It's, it's, well, well, I used, used to, to go on the bus. I used to live in the countryside when I was growing up. So I was blessed with loads of country, like farms, yeah. walks. Marriott's Way was right on my doorstep. Yeah. So I had all of that. But then coming here and I thought, oh, you know, I'd be stuck in sort of a concrete city. But it's not like that at all. It's not at all. And and the bus system's pretty good. I mean, a uh, friend, uh, Helen Anderson is a YouTuber. She walked the all of the Norfolk coast. So her oh, and some wow. friends would just go, okay, this, week, this Saturday we're going to do... Kingsland to whatever, I don't, know where, I don't know where Norfolk starts around that sort of area. And they just do chunks of it. And they said, you should basically get the bus out, a bus back from a yeah, different yeah. bit sort of thing. There's, there's The bus is pretty good along you, the coast. There is also that. a bus as well. I think you'd be interested in. It's called the Coast Hopper. That's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, so you, you get so, that and get around. So the yeah, Coast so. Hopper goes, it gets a bus that goes from pub to pub. And it goes like to fourteen pubs at least, yeah. and it's but like it's lovely coast as well. So you know, you stop off at the stop off at the coast for a nice pint, and then you get back on the bus, and it's it's a good day out there. Yeah. Coast stopper. Any future uh, plans for your channel? Like you said, you start up the walks again. You mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I just doing stuff. Really, mm. I like. It. I mean, the the plan always with the channel was it's something. I didn't want to get into a specific niche. I think it's a lot easier yeah. to grow on YouTube if you have a niche. Like if I just did ski videos or if yeah. I just did gardening videos, I think yeah. I think it's easy to grow because what will happen is someone will watch a couple of ski videos and go, I like this guy. And I'll turn on my channel and I'm yeah. making a video about exterminating rats or something or <laughs> taking out the no. bins. And they'll be like, what is this? And I get it. I get yeah. it. So I think the people that then get into stuff 
into you, I guess have almost a sort of stronger connection because they're into it for presumably for me rather yeah, yeah. than rat killing. Yeah, um, I think even though yeah. you'll get like the growth might be slower, I think yeah. you're not then ever restricting yourself to something. No, and that's that's it. I yeah. want to be able to just do what I want because that's the sort of reason I'm doing it to be able to yeah. do things I enjoy. And there's there's obviously limits. You've got to have yeah. an eye on what the audience want to see, sort of thing. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to get in a situation where I'm going. I've now got to make another video about this because that one did well. You'll get, sort yeah. of thing. You'll get your raw audience, though, won't you? From yeah. just doing whatever you want. Yeah, definitely. I really like that thing. Uh, last couple of topics. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sticking with us. Pleasure. That's such a DJing mm. and music. You mentioned already that you love music. Music. Um, I heard that you done a little set of latitude. I not did, long yeah. Ago. That massively oversells what Where, I did. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But <laughs> um, either way, yeah. so it's, there was a a Britpop. No, I, I was really into Britpop. It was my sort of era at uni, ninety five, ninety eight, sort mm. of thing like that. And and I've got quite a good knowledge of the music. And there was a night here in Norwich, excellent called Common People that happens occasionally. Um, and I, I would go along to it occasionally before I started doing things, and then they got in touch with me and said, do you want to do a night at the Brickmakers? And we did mm. that there and I was, I was DJing there. And it was a lot of fun, really good night, really good fun. Um, just playing sort of Britpop tunes mm. and all this. And then they were playing Latchy and said, do you want to come along and DJ at Latchy? And I went, yeah. 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 To do. And it was absolutely fabulous. Like, like, we, we were on like 11 o'clock, 11 till three. So by the three, it was like, there's no one there, but it was mm. a bit depressing. But, Certainly early on after after Snow Patrol finished, we were on after that sort of thing. And it was, so there's a lot, like, I think over a thousand people. Which is there, incredible. Sort of thing, yeah, which is, which is, is amazing. Yeah. 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 But it is, I mean, it's, it's Brit Puttajeg. So it's a song finishes and you've started another you've song. Pressed, yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not necessarily like a technical buff no. thing, but still a fantastic thing to do. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Final two questions. I'll start crying because I'm getting upset too. That it's <laughs> ending. Right. Um, we end on these two questions most of the time. Okay. If you could tell yourself something five years ago, or it doesn't have to be five years ago, it can be like when you were younger, mm-hmm. it could be when you were at uni. If there's yeah. one thing you could tell yourself to like give you a easier time, a better time, what would it be? A bit of advice? I'd probably just a general don't worry. Yeah. I know that's particularly stressed out, but I don't know. I guess probably go back to school would probably be quite good to give mm-hmm. a little bit of a advice just sort of ah, it's all right don't worry yeah. i think that's out. sort of something that a lot of people have said and definitely something we push a lot really is you can just have a much more pleasant easy sailing life if you just like relax <laughs> because a lot yeah. of the time it's gonna be okay i've not i've always been i think what i've got right is i've always embraced the stage of life i was at mm. like I've i've never been like oh, I don't want to go old or I don't want this sort of thing like that. I've always gone like, Joe, I am young and single. I'm going to enjoy that. I'm in the early ratio. I'm going to enjoy that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I've got kids now and I'm, I'm a very attentive father. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's something I've done well with. But yeah, I certainly think being a bit more confident in my youth or sort of thing or even mm. just fake it till you make it sort of side yeah, of that yeah, sort definitely. of thing. I think, yeah. I think that probably would have helped out probably something along those lines. Yeah. I'd also tell myself not to go See to, shit, to, to shit clubs and bar, yeah. like, but loud bars. I never enjoy them. I like pubs. I don't want to go to a bar 
not necessarily clubs, but I like I like to go to the waterfront and see music I like, but yeah. I don't want to go. You go to you know you go to a bar on a like a Friday night and it's so noisy and you can't hear people talk. Yeah, I used to yeah. go to those. I hated them, but everyone yeah. else did it. I don't know why. We do the odd bar and whatever, and if I'm DJing, we'll go to a club. But other than that. We just like a good. We old like pub, a really. we like yeah. a good pub yeah. and have a good session and you nuts. can have a chat, see the old locals, you know, wave your yeah. hands, eat some nuts and then yeah. <laughs> but I get the idea of like clubs for dancing and that, but this sort of pub that was in between that, where it's just mm. loud music before you go to a club and no one can hear anything. I didn't. I never really got that, but I yeah. went to them anyway for some reason. Mm. I just just. It's like you the quick go, intermission, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and you go out to meet girls and stuff like that and things like that, but then I. I'd also say you can just you can meet girls anywhere. Just do what you're into. Yeah. Do do yeah. do what you want to do, and and everything will be yeah, in place. Definitely. And then the kind of flip side: where would you like to see yourself in five years' time? Uh, more just, I guess, a progression. I, I think of wherever you are, sort of thing. I've I've tried to sort of intentionally work on a life that and a lifestyle that fits me, sort of thing. I've started my own business doing videos and stuff so I could spend more time at home when I had kids and stuff like mm. that. And then it's, I thought, God, okay, to have even more flexibility, if I do YouTube stuff, I can do anything sort of thing. So I guess continued, yeah. I guess continuing down that sort of route. I mean, happy hours going well, so hopefully progressing with that and doing more interesting mm -hmm. things that we've talked in the past about doing a tour. So hopefully getting that done at some point would be good. Um, so no, so yeah, just, just keeping, um, just, just progression and doing things yeah. and, and, Hanging out with my kids a lot. Yeah, that's good though. They're at that stage in life where they need that, and YouTube's at that point where you you can do that, can't you? Yeah, you've got, yeah. You've got the far Perfect enough reach position, to be able to yeah. do that. Yeah, I'm at the point now where I sort of, if I'm, I, I sort of do my production company stuff a bit on the side, sort of thing. But if I really wanted to, I could probably do YouTube and content stuff full time, which is a great position to be in. Um, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's a nice, mm. it's quite. Nice having that is just working exactly what, what you want to do and so that is the hard bit. And finally, the first time we've ever asked this, do you have any advice for us? In in professional nature in yeah, general? I guess, yeah, not so much for life, more for our for your podcast. YouTube podcast journey. Anything um, that you could any little No, I think I think got? I think you're doing really well once something you mentioned before is consistency. I think just mm -hmm. doing stuff. When I started doing YouTube, I thought I'm gonna do a video a week for six months and see how it goes. Yeah. And and I think committing to that and, and not missing it. I, I get a lot of people who will message me and say, Oh my my YouTube channel's not growing, help me on and I'll look and I go, You've done like three videos in the last of six months or something like that. So yeah. Saying, yeah well, no, of course. And if it's something that, I don't know what your aims are for this, if it's something you want to progress in a professional capacity or, or, or whatever, it's going to take a lot of time mm. to do things. And like, if you want to be a doctor, it's going to take you seven years to, you can sort of start yeah, yeah. doing yeah. that sort of thing. It's, it, it's, mm. it's good. And, 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 and yeah, and have an idea of what sort of thing you want to do. I mean, you'll get, opportunities that aren't necessarily financial from doing these sort of things, whether it's meeting people or, or mm -hmm. learning about interesting things or getting opportunities and stuff like that. I, th I think just enjoy it and 
keep doing it. That's yeah. what we try to aim for, really, isn't it? We, yeah, we, we only had that one like five month where we were both moving jobs, so we took some time off. But other than that, in the two years, we've sort of released every week pretty much. And we've always wanted to have fun with it. I yeah. think that's the main key when it's taken a turn, we've ever sort of changed it or whatever, mm. and tried to keep it fresh and fun for us. And we got that point where we just want to be consistent. We want to do what we find quite fun. And well, you should, yeah, yeah and that's it. Cause at the end of the day, you've you've got to be true to what you want to do, sort of mm. thing, because it's it's people can tell otherwise, and you'll get bored yeah. otherwise. I've done yeah. I've done plenty of stuff I've not been that into because I thought it might be used, not not on YouTube, but in general in life, sort of yeah. thing. It doesn't it doesn't doesn't work, sort of thing. So yeah, just just you're doing that, and, and 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 yeah, and and focus on like opportunities and meeting people. It's a good opportunity to meet up with someone and have a chat. If you just message me and gone, do you want to go to the pub? I'd probably go. I can't. I'd made up some excuse, sort of that. But, <laughs> but we have done. We have gone to the pub and done this sort of thing. So you can. I, I, I'm not saying I'm particularly supposed to meet, but yeah, it means you can just go. I'd like to meet that person. Yeah, so yeah. I'll do this. Approach this sort of thing, or have a little chat with them, or learn mm. learn things. Just hang out and make new friends. Do that. That's what we but, like doing anyway, don't we? We're, I think that's part of the the point of we made a podcast because we'd often like go to the pub or go to a social situation yeah and we were always chatting to different people yeah and so it was just such natural like chatters that yeah. we the podcast seemed kind of a natural thing yeah. at that time both chat a lot of shit both know like a vast amount of different people from different spaces like that stevie yeah. guy who came on stevie g um and yeah we just went from there really but the goal for us is to be at a point where we can release a podcast a week and maybe like uh I don't want to say like well another video every yeah. like other week as well that's the yeah. future goal but for now we're we're now uh sounding great looking great we've got a nice little, little we'll setup yeah. yeah it's all right. It's all right well thank you again from the bottom of our heart thank you for my presence as well that's incredibly for, kind for thank coming you. on uh, we, you're absolutely welcome and and keep the oldie bag for life I as will well do, yeah as render said it is a bag, a bag for, for life. life it is i mean we we actually really appreciate Appreciate your time and Pleasure. anytime yeah. you want me to come back. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, we'll love to have okay. you back. And um, if, as long as you bring some rolls. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Deal. 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 Yeah. Deal. And we'll love to see if you make anything with that baking paper. Okay, I'll send you. Send photo. us a photo, right. and we'll love to see. I will. Please do. Yeah. Other than that, thank you for watching, everybody. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. All that good stuff. Rate us five stars on audio platforms. Thank you again, Robbie. I've been Render. I've been Bean. I've been Robbie. He has been Robbie. Thanks for watching. Der, der, Festi Festi. 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 Festi Festi.